0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Dish Yalta Confusion Thursday Night Hangout.
1: Are you sure it's actually Thursday and not like a Monday, Wednesday, Saturday? Because I get confused about these things.
0: God, I hope it is Thursday, but it's been that kind of day, so it wouldn't surprise me, but I'm pretty sure. Let me look at my calendar. Yes, it says it is a Thursday.
1: (sighs) Okay, what if I lived in a different country, like halfway around the world?
0: It's either... Are they behind us or in front of us? I can't remember the national the international dateline.
1: What do we actually know? I'm so confused. If
0: you're in Russia, you're at one you're on uh you're like on like a Tuesday, and then if you're in Alaska, I think you're on Wednesday, or maybe it's Tuesday, Monday. I don't know. What well, anyways. So ladies and gentlemen, this of course is the uh Thursday hangout. This is a show Oh, sorry. Uh, I, of course, am your host, Charlotte. I'm joined once again by the for comrade himself, Zealus. Uh, this is the Thursday Night Hangout. It is a weekly live show where we try our best to cover the topics that are most important to you during our show. If you haven't gotten a chance yet to submit your topic, by all means, drop them in any of the chats, be it on the YouTubes, uh, the, fa- the Books of Faces, and um, the Twitch. Uh, and we will try to cover as many topics as possible. If we run out of time, we will just push that topic over to the next show.
1: There's always topics because there's always something new going on in the world, is there not?
0: Isn't that amazing? How that works? I mean,
1: out? it is a world that we live in, or so I'm told.
0: Hmm. Yes.
1: I mean, is it?
0: This is very.
1: Or is it not a world? I get confused hmm. about these things myself. I don't know.
0: All right, so let's just jump into the first thing, and and the the first bit of news is kind of it's actually kind of cool. Um, that is that there are two different uh independent creators or organizations out there that have decided to join forces and to make a mobile game based off of a card game Mm -hmm. uh the the uh the phone the the team that's going to be creating the phone version or i guess the 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 mobile game is cell block studios which of course we know uh as a dr unity as well as um um Star Quest Tales. Um, oh yes, the good girl stuff. And of course, we—I've interviewed. Cell, I've interviewed James from Cellbox Studios, and then here comes the really crazy part. On the other end, they're collaborating with with a company called Mythica Gaming, and Mythica Gaming is the creators behind a game called
1: Legend of Draxia. Draxia—that sounds like a mighty warrior indeed.
0: And interestingly enough, I actually interviewed the creator, Jimmy, at uh, Chatacon two years ago.
1: Like from Jimmy Eats World? No, different Jimmy. No.
0: But anyway, oh, okay. so they're going to be coming together. Um, it's it's a solid card game, and, and I don't see any problem with it going mobile. But it's kind of cool to, to know basically all the parts in this one. Nice. Um, just for those out there who are wondering, uh, long ago... Draxia was overrun by monsters and magic. Legendary adventurers rose and brought hope by slaying beasts, building cities, and mastering the mysterious mana. Mana, Muna. Okay, Side, side note, sidebar, whatever. Is it mana or mana?
1: Secret of mana. That's what I thought. I have to, like, I can't say it on its own when you put it that way. Like, I have to think about it. Like within the context of something else, if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, um, I, I, I. It totally makes sense, and it's just you know. It, it's you know potato, t- uh, potato, tomato, tomato, all that stuff. But it's always interesting. All right, so let's talk about. It's a tomato. Uh, tomato. Tomato. You're a tato. All right. So let's talk about the next story. The next story is that uh, Square Enix has made a deal with uh, the game publisher Forever Entertainment to create multiple video game remakes for the company. Because so,
1: remakes are everywhere.
0: Absolutely, but but here's the interesting thing, and th- this is, and I bring this story up simply because we we've been talking about the fact that um, Activision has killed off basically all of blizzard except for its name and they've they've replaced it with uh, the they have decided who's doing the blizzard stuff in this instance Square Enix is like hey we know we got a shit ton of titles we would like to make remakes of and we choose you pikachu i mean what um so you know I, I find it interesting that you know it's i don't want to say it's night and day but it i i i have Higher expectations from Forever Entertainment on these remakes of uh Square
1: Enix games. Well, I feel like Square Enix though, they're still producing new content. That's true. Um, I mean, I know they're still like they're redoing Final Fantasy 7 and mm-hmm. I'm sure they're gonna redo other Final Fantasies, let's be honest. But it's not like they're just be like, you know what, screw it. We're just not gonna do anything for the rest of our lives. Um they're still they're still creating Final Fantasy, so yep. it's not ex- particularly groundbreaking, um, but they do do other games in kind of RPG realm. So on one hand, yes, but on the other hand, they're still at least trying to do things um, versus just kind of sitting there and hoping that your one or two titles continue to make money.
0: Agreed. Now, um, there's there's a couple of um, franchises that Square Enix uh, owns that could get a little bit of love thanks to this partnership. Uh, and those would be the Saga series, which I think I played like the third one, and it was solid, but then I never played again. I never played any other ones. Uh, Square Ocean, uh, Square Ocean, S- Star Ocean, uh, the Guard series, uh, and I think there was another one. Let's see if I can scroll here real quick. Uh, Let's see here. They're, I think they were in charge of Panzer Dragoon. Yeah, I hmm. think they were the guys behind Panzer Dragoon. But I mean Copy. that's you know, they're, they're all solid games or solid franchises for that matter. I'd be very interested to see if you were to grab if you were a company that's being asked to remaster or remake some of the the, the games, like Square Enix games, would you have the freedom to to choose which game in that franchise? Or do you think that Square Enix would be like, you only make Saga 3?
1: I mean, my guess is, my assumption would be Square Enix has already decided that they want to remake Epic Saga 3. Right. Versus them reaching out to Ultra Confusion Incorporated. I mean, like, well, which one of these games do you want to remake? My guess is the Magic Bean Counters have already decided that this is the game And I would imagine they also put some certain parameters around it. It's not just a free-for-all of, you know, do whatever you feel like. Uh, You know, do you kind of go the Diablo II resurrected route where it's literally a remake? It's literally a just remaster. There's absolutely like no mechanical changes to it. Mm -hmm. Or do you go like a full from the ground up reconstruction, including the code and stats and spells and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so more like Mass Effect yes that's what I'm actually that's actually what I'm really curious to see is what I mean we already know what the effects I mean I guess really the two big remakes coming up soon you got Diablo 2 and you got Mass Effect those Mm -hmm. are like the biggies Mm -hmm. Diablo 2 we already know what that remake is going to be garbage Um, for for better or for worse it's the same game with better graphics take that for what you will Yep. Um, so, chances are, at some point—not day zero, because I've learned my lesson in that—but at some point, I'm going to buy Diablo II Resurrected. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it it just—it's going to happen. The real question is, what is the Mass Effect Legendary Edition? I think they're calling it. If I remember right? Yeah. Uh, what is that like? My guess is that's more of a remaster than like just a rescan, right uh is kind of how it seems so that's what i'm gonna be really interested to see is, all
0: mako all the time
1: oh i'm gonna throw this at you through my screen
0: come on Zillius, you know you love driving that mako so <clears throat> actually you're right i i don't know why i would think that they'd give it like oh yeah just choose any of it from this series but okay so let me let me rephrase my question and the audience of course can uh, chime in on this do you think that they would have the ability or wiggle room to maybe try to do some enhancements or or some tweaking in the in the mechanics or the storyline or whatever or is it going to be just a reskin?
1: I would assume especially if it's a developer who's done it before mm-hmm. that they would have some room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Um I'd be leery of a lot probably along the storyline because that's probably something that's kind of written in stone. Yeah. But I think mechanics and stuff like that, um, you know, not over rehaul, but there's certain things you can tweak that. I think that's a bit different um, that I think is, you know, a bit understandable in that case, um, you know, keeping the same game. And, I mean, my assumption would be is that would probably be a pretty early discussion. You know, Square Enix comes to all the confusion. like, hey, remakes Epic Saga 3. Mm-hmm. And after a month, we're like, hey, you know, Yoshi, what do you think of us changing this? Right. I mean, I'm assuming they're not going to spend two years doing this new mechanic without mentioning it's Square Enix. True. I'd be True. like, oh, by the way, we changed the storyline. And... The warrior is now actually a dark wizard. Yeah, I, that probably would not
0: And the well. final dungeon is now a Hooters. No, you know,
1: we actually just ended up making it a space saga game um, set against the backdrop of ancient Warhammer. Hope
0: that's using Using right. the Diner Dash algorithm.
1: And all in one dimension. Yes. Um uh, I I,
0: I'm very interested to see what comes out. I'm sure that Square Enix knows their stuff. And if they've chosen Forever um, ah, forever Entertainment, then I'm sure that we'll see some awesome stuff. I just you know, can't wait to see what the actual list will look like. Now, speaking of franchises, there the story that keeps coming back, because more information keeps coming out about it, is, of course, the Borderlands movie. Uh, we had talked uh, in the past that Eli Roth has been attached to it. Uh, then you had Kevin Hart as Roland, Kate Blanchett as uh, Lilith, uh, Jack Black as Claptrap, and now you have oh sorry, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis as Doctor Tannis, uh, and now you have Ariana Greenblatt uh, as Tiny Tina. Now, if that name does that sound familiar to you? Uh, if you watched, um, Avengers: Infinity War, the first one, we see the 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 kid Gamora. That's the actress.
1: I think it's cool that they're keeping it at the kid. Um, I mean, it seems like in trying to cast people, they're keeping it somewhat true. I still question Kevin Hart a bit. Um, yeah, we, but... We've had
0: this argument several times. It's not that Kevin Hart can't act. It's just that Kevin Hart's a little short for Roland. but they could uh, do the Rocky treatment.
1: We'll see what happens. Um, right. I mean, I questioned Eli Roth too, but who knows? Maybe it turns out a comedy action is exactly what he needed to do all this time. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's where his talent truly lays. Um. I just, whatever it ends up being, I hope it's just not some stupid spy movie of like, we must break into this mine and steal everything, but we're going to come up with a top secret plan that we're going to allow us to sneak in. No, it's Borderlands. There's a big ass vault with hundreds of millions of enemies. You just come in the front, bloody door, blunt gazing blowing shit up. That's what I want to see.
0: So um uh, I've actually been playing uh the the they just re-released the Telltale games, uh Tales from the Borderlands. Oh so it's good. Uh but we're bringing up, you know, we're talking we're talking about the the Borderlands movie. I have about a million times more faith in that movie than I do with whatever the hell this Dungeons and Dragons movie is where they have tagged Hugh Grant and Chris Pine. Like, are you, are we going to do, are we basically going to redo the, um, was it the 2000 Dungeons and Dragons, uh, garbage fest that had, you know, some good names on there.
1: Uh, wait, we get up Arnold Schwarzenegger as an Ice Mage. <laughs> Just say. Um,
0: right. Well, I mean, I let's mean see, yeah, Jeremy Irons, Bruce Payne. I mean, there's Marlon Marlon Williams.
1: Oh gosh. I mean at least like with Dungeons and Dragons, you can make up the story. Like But can we make it, it like good? Like it needs to be like a true fantasy epic. I don't know. I, I I'm yeah, Oh sorry, I sorry, know.
0: sorry. Uh so <laughs> to draw a parallel uh with the fact that like wow Jeremy Irons is part of the the Dungeons and Dragons movie as the villain. Uh Hugh Grant's actually gonna be the villain this time around.
1: Hugh Grant is? Yeah. Interesting. I don't
0: I really don't know how I feel about this. It's I mean, it's not giving you really, the warm fuzzies. Let's let's put it that way.
1: Maybe he'll be like really suave or something, you know? You think that Jeremy Irons would
0: be a badass mofo with that accent he's got and his stage presence, but it was did not come off that way. I
1: don't know what to say. I guess we'll uh, find I, out. I, I have no opinion about it until it actually happens. At this point, that's true. I'm. It's a superhero movie. I mean, not a superhero. Gosh, it's a video game movie. So I'm skeptical about this. Is a video game though? Ah! Okay, okay. it's know, a nerd remake of some sort. It which, is
0: a movie based in an established universe that which means, is praised by
1: nerds. It's not Marvel, so actually hire Marvel to make the D and D movie. That's what they need to do.
0: Yes, Now yes. I'm on board. Yes. Uh, okay, so since we since we're on this like you know movie train, let's go one more movie. And uh, this is actually really exciting for me. I don't know about anybody else out there, but it has been revealed that there will be a District 10, the uh, the sequel to District 9, which of course was released in 2009, um, that many people said was what happened after the whole Halo movie thing blew up and they basically said, well, let's, we still can make a sci-fi movie and then they basically wrote something and District 9 happened. Uh, Neil... Uh, Blumkamp was behind it and he is writing this one as well. Um, I, I want to know, I really want to know, uh, what happens at the end, what after the end of the movie, where it's going to go from there because
1: damn it, it
0: was a cliffhanger for me.
1: It was a good movie too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, man. I'm, I'll probably watch it out when it comes out, but it's not something I'm honestly waiting on the edge of my seat for. Um, especially because I think my, I don't know. I haven't decided when or if I'm going back to the movie theaters to watch movies again. Cause I kind of like watching them in the comfort of my own couch. Yeah. I think I'm going to just stream. I, it, I don't, I, I
0: don't I like maybe, you know, like some kind of like special reward for the kids, but it's not like, like, Oh, that new movie's come out nine out of 10 times. It's, it's you can either go to the theater or you can probably pay a little bit of a premium and just rent it so you can watch it at home.
1: Uh, yeah. Yes, or for please. honestly the same price that it costs to go out to mo- less for the movie, you could just watch it probably on HBO max or Paramount plus or any streaming service, get that for the month and basically watch for the same price. Amazon prime. Yeah. Um, So I'm kind of like, Hmm. Uh, I mean, if there comes a opportunity like another equivalent of like Avengers Endgame, where it's a true experience, that mm-hmm. might be different. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what movie I would totally see in the theater, or actually, I want to see in the IMAX, which What's I that? finally watched. What's that? Master and Commander. Haven't seen it. Uh, basically, it's it was the movie with um, Russell Crowe, where he's basically a English. Um, commander back in the days of the golden age of sailing mm-hmm. and the action shots, like when they're going through the waves and like fighting other ships, was clearly made. Like some movies are just made for the big screen, yeah. That was one of them. Um, I mean, it's still a good movie, I still enjoyed it. There's actually a decent story, but holy crap, watch on the IMAX. That's one movie where I watched, so I'm like, this I need to see on IMAX, which mm-hmm. probably never gonna happen, but you know. Yeah, I, I don't think that
0: there's, I don't know. There, there's probably some movies out there that I that I might sneak out to an IMAX. But I mean, it would have to be something that would just blow my mind. Um, But you know, of course, you know they're like we're writing on a script, so you don't know when it's going to come out. But still, yeah, it's it's good that that there's even talk about it. So that's something that's more than some other uh movie series i could i could uh uh give examples of
1: like scary movie 18 oh christ
0: we're not going oh lord no 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 just a, just another T movie 42 oh my god no uh, okay
1: you know i'm just trying to help okay so let's let's get a yeah let's
0: go a little bit uh on the heavier side that is um As you know, being a dick, especially online, is a bad thing. But being an uber dick has consequences, hopefully more times than not.
1: There's uber dicks and just regular—I'm very confused. So there
0: is an Irish team that is a hell of a uh, fanatic for FIFA, the video game. Well— It turns out that um, while playing a match with um, uh, against someone and losing said match, Mm -hmm. this person decided to attack the real uh, on verbally uh, and through social media attack the real life character uh, or or, sorry uh, athlete. So Ian Wright uh, was uh, no sorry sorry the. Yeah, Ian Wright is the the soccer player who used to play for Arsenal, which is a huge, uh, big European club, and this kid, uh, decided to uh, do racist tweets, uh, Instagram posts about you know how terrible this guy is, and you know you lost me the game, and like, all right, slow your roll, man. It's you. It's not. It's not the player. <laughs>
1: That sounds pretty whacked. It sounds like the kids, yeah, that 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 just sounds stupid. Just learn to play, noob. Now, uh, or pick a team with Messi.
0: So the the uh, the offender uh, has apologized and was spared a conviction after he pled guilty, um, which of course made the the uh, soccer star go. I don't know. That that seems like the guy's getting off pretty easy. Um, Guilty to what? Huh? That, uh, for, um, uh, uh, making like racist,
1: racist, uh, racist remarks. Well, shit. I didn't know that was illegal in other countries. That was illegal in the United States. Half the country to be in prison.
0: It depends on who's on the bench. But let's not go there. Uh, basically, what happened was the judge said he didn't see any anything to be gained by opposing a criminal conviction. Uh, he also said that this young man showed gen- genuine remorse for his actions and donated 500 euros to the Irish Network Against Racism. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I, I harassed someone. On social media, at least um, sending 20 or more messages that's, you know, just completely racist. And all I have to do is stand in front of George and go, I feel remorse. And here's $500 to a uh, network against racism.
1: Well, it's a very different mindset because in the U.S., that's not really illegal. I mean, people, that happens all the time and it's just turn off your social media comments or yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know. I mean, that, that that's like a normal day in the first person shooter on Xbox. sounds like to me. Uh,
0: I, I do want to point out that, um, that the, the one company that are the one piece of this puzzle that actually did something worthwhile is this gentleman, uh, has been permaban, uh, By EA.
1: Now that's perfectly acceptable to me. Yes. I mean, that's, I mean, I guess that's a place where I don't really feel like the government really needs to get interjected into it in terms of like legal punishment, but absolutely. It's a game that a company for any reason that they deem worthy can ban you from. And that I think is the absolute right path to take. Um, And I would say other companies go ahead and ban his ass preemptively.
0: Yeah. Like, give me your gamer tag. We're just going to make this easy. There you go. Look, the, the thing is, the, the one thing that I will say, and this is why some of these things go to court, is because not every act of violence has to be physical. This can be mentally traumatic for, for an individual to be con- constantly bombarded with remarks that belittle or degrade
1: himself, his race, his gender is that whatever. So, I mean... So, what about like every Reddit female poster who gets a dick pic in her responses? Should those guys also be held liable for basically sexual... I mean, reality is sexually degrading yes. them.
0: Yes. Yes, okay. but chances are you're not going to be able to put a face with a dick. <laughs>
1: I'm just... I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Life. I mean, that's what it like, boils a down to. Database. Who needs fingerprint when you can have this as your identifying? Oh.
0: we have we I mean, have, have your we have allergies. your blood type. We have <laughs> no, your nope, your nope, social nope. media. Uh... I changed my mind. I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I. It's wrong to do dumb shit, and and racist stuff, and bigoted stuff, and sexist stuff. So let's try to tone it down.
1: No, I mean, absolutely. The unfortunate thing is I don't have a good answer to this, but it's so much of the underbelly of what's usually private messages or intended to be private messages. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's so much out there you never hear about that are completely misogynistic, completely racist, and should not be said to anyone because they're just pretty much evil things to say. Um, I guess... For the most part, people become, unless you know who that person actually is in real life, um, there's almost like a numbness to it, or it's like, oh, it's another one to delete, delete. Yep. Um, which is unfortunate and crappy. I don't know what the solution is, though. Other there than obviously, don't be a dick is a good one yeah, to start with. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, but let's as do, we know... uh, what was it? Uh, real
0: ID by Blizzard. Let's do that again. <laughs>
1: Well, I was thinking, so here's a, so not real ID, but I was thinking, so I made my comment about like banning all of his gamer tags, which is obviously not really possible. But if you want to go, I mean, this is like some hypothetical situation. We go all in and all of your gamer tags are, let's just say, tied to your social security number, for instance. Obviously, this is US centric now, Uh, are all tied to your social security number. So let's just say you are a racist d-bag and you send all these messages to somebody on let's just say overwatch Mm -hmm. blizzard detects it boom bans your hand bans your id which it's not advertising that that's your security number but in the back end there's this whole database so boom talks your social security number and now you're retroactively banned in ea and right games and all these other platforms because you have to tie your gamer tag with your social security number a
0: universal Gamer blacklist interest.
1: Basically, uh, I don't I, you know, wait. I don't think I, it's possible, you know, but it's just an interesting idea. I,
0: I think a more, this is probably still illegal, but <laughs> I think a more, maybe a slightly more feasible one would be, um, at least for the company that's banning the individual, is um, credit card.
1: I have, I feel like I've seen that. That's what they actually ended up doing with the, um, what was it that they did with the x with the ps5s Hell of a i mind. forgot they enacted something. Uh, something having a total brain fart. oh um two-factor authentication right so not necessarily credit cards but your cell phone mm-hmm. is another way of doing it so what you do is you oh. basically tie your video game to your cell to a cell phone number mm-hmm. which is authenticated via two-factor authentication so kind of the same premise which is probably actually a lot more plausible than your social security number. Right. Um, but in that case, your phone number gets banned. That actually, it could be a true repository. Of but course, what happens addition. if I, what
0: if I turn in my phone and someone gets that number?
1: No, that's no. I mean, there's always a way to game that system. Oh, I know. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I don't know. Cause that, that's what they've started doing with consoles is you ha- like basically one console per a, phone number or at least try to
0: yes try being the keyword all right ladies and gentlemen uh, we're gonna do uh, friends of the show real quick and then we're gonna jump into the big topic which is gonna have Charlie jumping all over the place on his soapbox so let let me take uh, just a deep breath of air while we do the friends of the show and then we'll get into it okay here we go ladies and gentlemen. if I could find the dang th- there it is The Cluster is an organization of independent game developers that want to gain exposure by being involved in the community. They collectively journey to popular conferences as a traveling booth to help gain attention for their games. They make partnerships in local communities to bring games to the mainstream mindset. They highlight local, unusual, and rare concepts to challenge the paradigm of the common. They also host events to teach kids and minority groups about game development to hopefully one day enter the industry themselves. For more information, go to http://indiecluster.com. Hero Chiropractic is a unique healthcare practice set up by Ryan Moore, the company's focus to elevate a patient's experience of freedom, creative expression, and joy. They believe that everyone can be a hero and has incredible heroic potential inside themselves waiting to be unleashed. Hero Chiropractic focuses on mobile chiropractic care in the greater Atlanta area. They are committed to healing clients by creating a plan of action uniquely suited for each person. They make that plan of action as convenient and affordable as possible, and most importantly, suited to your individual needs. For more information, go to www.herochiropractic.com. No Games is the game design imprint of award-winning RPG designer Craig Campbell. Craig has done a whole bunch of RPG design freelancing in the past. Several years ago, he dove into designing his own RPG. Now, No Burger Games has multiple RPGs and is showing no signs of stopping. Nurburger no Games endeavors to create games that explore corners of the RPG landscape that haven't been explored or haven't been explored very often. These games forego dense gaming mechanics in favor of a lighter rule set that allow players to focus on telling fun, engaging, memorable stories. After yet another successful Kickstarter, their library has increased in size. Currently, the games that at least Zelius and I have played are Capers, Die Laughing, Merzen Acquisitions, and of course, the soon to be played, Good Strong Hands. For more information, go to www.nerdburgergames.com. Battle & Brew is Atlanta's first and oldest gaming bar and restaurant. Opened in 2005, Battle & Brew had a very modest menu, a few beer taps, and focused heavily on gaming. Now, they have grown to encompass so much more. They pioneered geek trivia in Atlanta and remain the hardest trivia in town. They have upgraded the menu from only a few items to all your bar favorites, and some soon to be favorites. They've expanded the gaming and kept everything top of the line. They've taken a good place and made it a great place. A place where the staff listens to your desires and suggestions. A place where you and your friends feel like you're at home. A place where everyone knows your game. For more information about Battle & Brew, go to www.battleandbrew.com. So, I lied just for a second here, and we're not going right into that because we gotta tell you a little bit about Some uh, self-promo for Alter Confusion. Alter Confusion is participating in Extra Life for the 10th straight year. Extra Life is gamers doing what they do best, gaming, to help sick and injured children at their chosen Children's Miracle Network Hospital. The money that is raised through Extra Life will go directly to our choice, which, of course, is Children's Health Care Atlanta, as unrestricted funds. This means that the hospital decides where and how to spend the money to ensure the dollars you raise make the biggest impact in the lives of the kids they treat. Just go to extra-life.org. You can search for Alt Confusion. You can pull us up over there. All right. Also, Alt Confusion has a Patreon. Ultra Confusion survives on the love and support of fans like you, and so we have a Patreon page. Patreon lets you, the fans, supporters, become active participants in the work we love through a monthly membership. This gives you access to exclusive content, community, and insight into our creative process. In exchange, we gain a bit more freedom to do our best work and the stability we need to build an even stronger creative career. Currently on Patreon, we have two different pay levels. There's a $1 pay level, which would be $12. Dollars a year, or a five-dollar pay level, which would be sixty dollars a year. Uh, if you're at the five, sorry, yeah, if you're at the the one dollar, uh, you gain access to so the early stuff that we roll out, as well as um, you get to help with the uh, polls and surveys. And of course, if you have five dollars or more, uh, you get put into the friends of the show. Thank you spot on our show. And, of course, all the other stuff for the $1 A. Uh, and finally, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to send something physical to Alter Confusion, all you got to do is mail it to 1551 Dunway. That's D-U-N-W-O-D-Y Village Parkway. Number, super important here, number 88276. That number, once again, 88276, is the P.O. Box number. If you do not include that, it will not get to us. It will be returned to you within three to five business days. The city is Dunwoody, once again, D-U-N-W-O-O-D-Y, Georgia, 30338. Yeah. And now that I've gotten that all the way, let's talk about the thing that's really pissing Charlie off today. Charlie's or pissed this off about something? Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to talk about a... Uh, a representative from Illinois who's currently filing a bill uh for the state of Illinois to ban video games violent video games completely from being able to <laughs> s- sell in Illinois so basically what there, there of course there is there is a a bill right now that's you know it restricts the sale of violent video games to minors which Yes, you don't have, it shouldn't have to be said, but that, yes, that make people liable for it. Yes, but what he wants to do is he wants to basically, uh, this amendment is going to include all age groups and he wants to update the definition of violent video game to include, uh, to include games that perpetuate human on human violence in which the player kills or otherwise causes serious physical or psychological harm to another human or an animal. So I'm, I'm not going to lie. That basically is every single game out there. Mario is violent because you're, you're causing psychological trauma towards all those Goombas that you're jumping on. Um... Let's go a little bit further here. Uh, This gentleman also wants to update the definition of serious physical harm related to video games so that it would include psychological harm and and child abuse, sexual abuse, animal abuse, domestic violence, violence against women, or motor vehicle theft with a driver or passenger present inside the vehicle when the theft begins. Can you guess what game he is basing this damn bill on?
1: Grand Theft Auto. Correct. So I'm amused as I'm reading about this Mm -hmm. because apparently they noticed similarities in local car trackings in grand theft auto. And my question is exactly what differences did you expect to find? Like exactly precisely how, I mean how many different ways are there to hijack a car? It'd be like, like
0: it'd be like getting pissed at Madden for giving a perfect, uh, or close to perfect representation of throwing a touchdown, <gasps> <laughs> like
1: how else am I going to do it? What about violence on aliens? What about Mass Effect? See, because... that's
0: see, right? That <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm immediately thinking. I'm thinking Halo. I'm thinking Gears of War. I'm thinking, of course, all the Call of Duties and and uh, Battlefield. Sorry, Sam, if you're out there, they're gone. Um, <gasps> I mean,
1: what? What is your?
0: Yeah, I, I just. This pisses I mean, me basically off.
1: Look, any any serious studies ever showed there is video games do not cause violence. Um, and furthermore, is we already have things in place like the ESRB with ratings, and perhaps maybe the parents need to parent their kids and not let them play the oh no the violent video games. Um, and we've had history throughout. Oh, wow, throughout all of history, we've had much, 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 much worse violence than we currently do today. It just seems like there's more because of social media and it's all right there in your face. But if you actually look at the crime statistics, as far as violent crimes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, even though people have more access to video games, everything's actually trending towards less violence, especially from a severe violent perspective. Um, so if you want to draw an absolute correlation you could say the rest for less religion in people's faces, uh, the less crime there is. So, therefore, maybe we should ban religion because the higher the religion rate, the higher evil crime was. So, maybe that's what we should ban. No, I'm not obviously. You need to obviously, ban obviously I'm not being food. serious. Fast so food. Obviously, I'm not being serious, but that's why I hate these correlations.
0: You got to ban fast food.
1: Oh, yes. More fast food, more violence. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's probably actually where most violent food-related crimes happen is at fast food restaurants.
0: Agreed. Uh, yeah. No, I—hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am a father of two, and I have to tell you, I actually pay attention to what my kids are playing. Now, how hard is that? It is not a babysitter. It's, it is not a teacher. It is not a replacement parent. Yes, there are educational games out there, which some of them are fun, some are boring as shit, and there's also some games out there that I've already had to ban from for my kid from playing. Um, you know, it's called being a parent. This nub skull. I mean, come on. You know, you so know why. You know why there's more carjackings right now? COVID. Everyone's out of a job. They're trying to get a quick a uh, bit of money. They're gonna jack the car. Basically rip it for pieces, get some money.
1: So what about actual violence on animals like hunting? Does he want to ban hunting too? Cause that's actual violence on animals and not just imaginary.
0: Oh, deer hunters definitely gone. Oh, but that fast pro fish fish game?
1: Ooh, yes. What if I, as a kid, see my dad go fishing for a fish and he hooks a fish. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. actual real violence on fish. And the blood's so everywhere, man. My the blood's prison. everywhere. Mm, It's terrible. Uh, The thing that actually really pisses me off about this Mm -hmm. is it's a classic case of some dipwad politician actually doing something stupidly useless. And I do believe that there is good that politicians can do. I do think that they can be a force for actually doing something useful for society as a whole. Mm -hmm. Then you get stuff like this, which just makes you want to go smack every politician across the face i'm obviously not advocating for that but it's just like really this is what you're spending your time doing is completely useless stuff like this because unfortunately that means it's going to take up time in their legislator and then they're gonna have to debate it and all that stuff Whereas you could actually be spending time on more useful things like oh i don't know helping out the poor or people under opiate addictions or other things that actually governments should be helping with um for the community and not doing stupid useless stuff like this oh
0: okay i'm gonna i'm gonna just you I made have, me angry no 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 no. I, I just have to add this part that we'll go to the next story and because Zelius was talking about laws and stuff if if you okay i'm gonna try to try to gather my big boy <laughs> words here if you Use more than lost, one If you lost something, let's say you, you, a popularity contest, okay? That doesn't mean that you should have everyone rewrite the rules so you can win next time. It's not like <laughs> uh, well, um the uh the, the Buccaneers uh beat the, the Chiefs, but they weren't supposed to. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna retroactively make the touchdowns worth negative points. Like, no, it's not how you. Mm-hmm. I love like,
1: you basically uh, talking about gerrymandering.
0: I'm talking about Georgia and their fucking laws that are coming through.
1: Yep. I know. Okay. And gerrymandering. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about
0: um we've we've talked about a couple games uh over the past couple weeks uh that have been cancelled, and we're gonna add one more to that list. And that of course is actually I think it's just a, a case of um, we wanted to try to revamp a game, and it's just not going to end well. We know we talked about Anthem, so let's talk about Artifact 2.0, the uh, card game for uh, from Valve, and they have officially, officially uh, thrown in the towel. Uh, basically, so for those who may not know what Artifact is, it's a digital collectible card game uh, based in the same universe as Dota 2. And apparently they're at the point where there's just not enough fans or, or users for them to actually continue this reboot. However, uh, if you are interested, uh, they will do, um, the artifact classic game, which is, I guess, 1.0, uh, is now uh, free to play.
1: Well, from my read, the, the entire game, including 2.0, mm-hmm. um, it's all online, free to play. Both the classic and the current 2.0, whatever that is, um, it's all available to play without any microtransactions. Now, now it is. Now, now, yes, yeah. it was used to, but now it's all free to play online. Yep. yep. Um, I actually played it years ago. Would that have been so they,
0: 2018?
1: Could be. I don't. When it got released. Um, but the whole premise is, is it's three lanes. Yep. Um, that's really all I remember about it. And uh, there are some other, like, quirky rules. Um, but that's kind of the whole premise of it's basically a MOBA card game. So you have to, like, fight your lanes and then go kill towers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play it very long, obviously. But I remember the three-lane idea. The three-lane concept was interesting. Um, yeah. But I imagine Steve – I mean, not Steve. Steve is happy just – you know, having a 30% cut of their entire digital marketplace. Yeah, buddy. Um, I will say at least... I mean, Steam could just be sitting there not making anything. They at least still try to make the occasional video game.
0: Yes. Yes, they do. I mean, we it's, see plenty of games It's a very rare, rare occurrence, but...
1: Yeah, you know. You do what you do.
0: And I feel like this next story, it's... Uh, basically, I don't think we could go consecutive weeks without talking about someone suing or having issues with Twitch. (laughs) Uh, So there is a user uh, by the name of, let me make sure I get this right. um, Dr. Witnesser um, who has been permabanned from Twitch uh, because of hateful conduct in January. So basically he uh, this gentleman, uh, I believe he, yes, uh, a Christian evangel- whatever, evangelist, evangelical, whatever,
1: evangelical,
0: evangelist, um, while playing a match of Fortnite, apparently got a little preachy and basically told a child that was Muslim that you're going to hell and there's no way to save your soul. Um, he and so the official reason, of course, was engaging in hateful conduct. Uh, and of course, you know the this gentleman has moved on to YouTube, but now he's suing Twitch. Um, because he thinks that it was unlawful termination of his Twitch account on the basis of religious discrimination.
1: Hmm. You, you're the one who discriminated. I wasn't aware that you couldn't. I mean, we allow people not to sell cakes based on religious beliefs. So therefore, why shouldn't you be able to ban somebody based on your religious hate? Uh, It it goes back to it's a private company or publicly held, whatever. Um, You don't really have any rights to be able to access their system. That's not how it works. Like, Twitch is under no legal obligation to allow me to access their system. I mean, they could block my IP address tomorrow and okay. That that was fun, Twitch. Well, yeah. the other thing is that
0: and and this is one of the reasons, that you know, this is this is, you know, toxicity 101. You're you're absolutely going out of your way to be toxic towards an individual in a very hurtful and harmful way. It's a kid who's a Muslim like yep um, I I would see I dude I would go after someone who's who's trying to go after my kid because of the color of his hair or the color of his skin or you know something like that that's ridiculous
1: mhm um, so in other news did you see the exciting news about Nintendo?
0: About how they're going, the next generation of Switch is going to have a more powerful screen.
1: So it will actually be 4K when docked.
0: Okay, now Zealus is starting to feel it in his in his bones.
1: It's going to have the fancy OLED seven-inch screen, still 720p most likely. Hey now. Well, okay. Well, and the the I think the most important thing is it's probably the 4K. Most likely upscaling, not true 4K. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be true 4K. But the actual proper upscaling um, for the Pro Edition, which I think is pretty exciting. Right. Because um, I think for the, I mean, it makes sense to me because like if you're holding a, you know, your screen this close to you, honestly, those pixels between 720 and 1080p ain't going to make a whole lot of difference. No. Nah. Um, especially because it's mobile. And if you upscale all of a sudden now to 1080p, you're also going to kill the battery. Um, and probably holding a flamethrower on your hands too. So as far as, and you got the OLED screen, so it's automatically going to look better. So I say, yeah, keep it 720p, so you got better, res or better battery. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But the upscaling to 4k for the TVs is pretty exciting actually. Um So. Yay! Um, the question is, will anybody be able to actually get their hands on? Um uh, oh, well, no. we saw the the original Switch. Um, I mean, you can get it, but you kind of have to look for it, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was hard to get for a while. The PS Five, you still have to search for. I have no idea about the status of the Xbox. Is that hard to get? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, um, I'm
0: not in the market for any of those, so I wouldn't know.
1: But with, I mean. I imagine when the the Switch Pro or whatever it's going to be comes out, it's going to be a a extremely hard commodity to get. Mm -hmm. Uh, What I'll be interested to see too, once Nintendo officially talks about it, is it basically like the PS Four Pro and the Xbox Pro, where any Switch game plays on both the original, the OG Switch, and the Switch Pro, as it's being dubbed.
0: Yes. I hope so. They're they're not they're not Sony. I okay. hope so.
1: I mean, I and hope they're they, not Microsoft. Yeah. I don't know. Well, oh yeah, I yeah. yeah. A new console. You could yeah yeah. You could continue to play the games, dude. We got no problem. Um, I, I'm personally like, if it's the pro, I personally don't see need to buy a new Switch console. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always good to me to see Switch Nintendo continue to come up with new products. Cause mm-hmm, mm-hmm. having that competitor against Sony and Microsoft is only a good thing.
0: True that. Um, so speaking of Nintendo, um, I know that everyone was, has been just decimated by what COVID-19 has taken away from all of us. Uh, there's not gonna be a Momocon. there's not The E3 is going to be completely virtual. comic Con's now going completely virtual. And, of course, the thing that's hitting Nintendo fans really close to the breadbasket is the fact that uh, uh, the city of Orlando, Florida, their Super Nintendo World is now being de- – their opening is now being delayed to 2025 hmm. because of COVID. Wow. It was supposed to originally be slated to, like, early 2023, but now it's pushing back three y- or two years. So – it's yeah. You know, it's just it kills me that I still won't visit. That I'm <laughs> gonna lie. Uh, I lived in uh, just north of Orlando for two years, and uh, I'm, I'm
1: good. Uh, apparently, half of our school in East Cobb went to Disney over winter break already. Oh so yay. Who knows? Um Although, from what I've been told, is if you want somebody to run like your mask protocols, mm-hmm. have freaking Disney do it. Like they're actually have cameras and they'll announce over the PA, uh, excuse me, Mr. Zilius, please pull your mask over your nose or you will be forced to leave the premises. Yep. Yep. So like they are actually like watching like Hawks the entire time. Um, and the funny thing is that he said, guess what? At Disney kids had no problems wearing masks for the whole day. Yeah,
0: because Mickey told them to.
1: And they knew if they didn't wear it, guess what? They had to leave. Exactly. It's Imagine what happens when you enforce the rules, kids. You know, no, It's a lawsuit while...
0: because I, I want to get my
1: Trader Joe's. I don't want to wear a damn mask. Mm, uh, Trader Joe's, I think, it's the only grocery store that still like enforces any actual rules.
0: Kroger and Target, First... man. <laughs> at least the ones I go to. They yeah. want to come in.
1: I don't know. The Kroger that was near me close, so I have no idea. Uh, I haven't been to well, Kroger in the, the while. Target,
0: The Target uh, in Sandy Springs, just oh, north, yeah. or just south of 285, they've yeah. got the, the the mask and sanitation station right inside the door hmm. to hand that shit off to you.
1: Nice. I'll tell you who doesn't is um, gas stations. Those yeah. are free for all games. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I feel like there's another story I wanted to tell you, but now I can't remember. Zelis, do you have any? Things? So
1: here's a weird one to me. Yes, sir. So a game I've had my eye on is Marvel's Avengers, mm-hmm. um, which is the MMO from square Enix, more like the action MMO, um, which came up to a whole slog of issues and basically amounted to, it's not a fun game. And one of the issues was always, it's a grind fest. Um, now, coming from the old school MMO world, that's not atypical to me, but I guess right. nowadays you can't have grinding at MMOs because it's right. gratification. Um, but it is interesting to me that in a game that is struggling, especially for a Marvel game, should take off, um, is that so? it's being released on the next-gen consoles, meaning the Xbox Series X and the PS5, March 18th, and to kind of get players enticed and interested, they've had like XP boost and et cetera, et cetera. Well, apparently they're actually increasing the EXP requirements to top out your character for the New Gen consoles because they were confusing players by being able to gain levels too fast. Uh, uh, I, which I find interesting uh, a game that's struggling mightily to get a player base right now.
0: It'd be like, uh, we're going to, uh, we're going to do a, a, we're going to sell you the $1 hamburger for 50 cents. And then everyone's going, whoa, 50 cents. And they're like, yeah. wait, hold on. Let's, let's correct that. That, that hamburger is 50 cents. You only get one. If you give me a dollar, then, oh my God, seriously, like the reason for XP boost is to get people into the game faster so that mm-hmm. they don't have to do the the initial grind. By yep. going, oh shit, you're actually leveling up. We don't want that. That's, then why even do the XP boost? There's no reason to do XP boost because you're just negating all of that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I'll be interesting to see though, if this game actually succeeds. I mean, obviously it's got Square Enix and Marvel, so two big names. Um, but for everything I've read about the game is it's just not fun.
0: I've got, I've, i there's a couple games that come to mind that to me are not fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, in my personal opinion, I've got nothing against them, but Eve has always been a very boring game to me, which ironically I was watching a Netflix, uh, show that was actually from Iceland. And there's a couple episodes that had, uh, there's a spinoff of Eve called Valkyrie. And hmm. so you saw the there was a kid who was playing Valkyrie, and they they talked about it. It's like, oh yeah, I love this game. It's in this, it's it's in the 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 Eve universe it's called Valkyrie. I'm like, holy shit!
1: That's crazy, I guess. Yes. Yeah, Uh I haven't played it. Don't really. Well, I know I did play uh, Eve years, years, years ago many I, many years ago. I
0: fell into it a couple times when no no offense, but when I got really freaking bored. I was like, oh, I've got I've got time to just watch um uh just to, you know, it's 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 basically an idle game. Go mind that rock. I'll be back in an hour. Oh, I remember when you were into it. And all I did yeah. was mine. I wasn't, you know, wasn't all that freaking exciting. All right. Let's, let's actually talk about something that is exciting, and that is the fact that it has been revealed that uh, there is going to be a live-action adaptation of one of the biggest movies to come out of Studio Ghibli, Spirited Away. Why? Why not? You got Lion King. You got Aladdin. You got The Little Mermaid. You got Insert. What was once a cartoon, now live action movie here?
1: And weren't all those better in their original incarnations?
0: Okay. It's a trick question. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. To me, personally, I think that what they did when they went from the classic Disney to the live action was absolute trash garbage. Okay. That being but. said, there are individuals out there who will favor the live action over the original because the original probably has some uh, biases, uh, maybe like you know racial undertones that, as a child, you didn't realize. And if you were to go go back there now and watch, you'd be like, "Oh my god," because um, they PC the shit out of everything. That's a bad mm. thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm just saying that, you know, I watched the. Okay, doing a live adaptation of an of of a movie that sitters around nothing but animals. Mm-hmm. Why? Like mm. it's it's just another form of animation. It's CG. You, you're not teaching the lion to speak.
1: Maybe they actually are speaking and that's the greatest trick they've played. Oh, they're all part of the the
0: devilhood, huh?
1: See, you just start uh, you mm-hmm. letting mm-hmm. the wool cover your eyes, sir. If only you knew the truth behind the scenes. It would all come to light.
0: I'm just, I'm just, look, the thing is I'm actually very interested to see what a live action Spirit Away is because there are definitely I'm if I were to look at like a some of the animated movies. But feel like a cosplay convention. I there are certain animated movies that I think, yeah, that could be interesting doing, you know, doing a live action. I don't this to me sounds like hmm, that seems like an interesting idea. It that was my immediate thought. Instead of why? Which is exactly what I've thought, every single live adaptation of a Disney movie.
1: But part of what makes the Studio gloobly, Ghibli, Ghibli movie go. so good is the animation. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, we, you know, we already had that huge backlash oh, yeah. because of, um, what was the earwig thing? I can't remember the full name.
1: I know what you're talking about. We talked about that a couple months ago.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Oh, it's not a movie.
1: What's that? What? it's a stage play okay that's actually a little bit different because that's Mm -hmm. how lion king remember lion king was it was the animated and then it was the stage so but they made it their
0: own that's i loved the animated and i also loved seeing lion king like the broadway musical because it 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 owned its own space it's not well what we're going to do is we're going to Uh, Basically, water it down, and we're going to take all the offensive stuff out, all of it, and we want to even remove anything that could be perceived as offensive, so we got to remove certain colors from the movie. Not not skin colors. There's actual color combinations that are now affiliated with, uh, uh, what do you call it, Um, hate groups, Mm. which is ridiculous. Also, certain hand signs. If you hold your hands a certain way, oh, yep, that's uh, that's the <sighs> uh, the brotherhood of the broken tortoise shelled snake of red blood.
1: I love my red blood tortoises. That actually—that would um, be
0: actually interesting, though. I mean, to see, to because that, that's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. No. Apparently, and and I really want to now. I'm now after reading more about this. Uh, they did do someone did uh, a live action Princess Mononoke uh, on on London's new diorama theater, which mm-hmm. I would have been very interested to see that one too.
1: Well, it seems like when you do a Broadway or something like that mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. you're still you have to be creative, right? Yes, like you yes. just like, and that's their strength is their creativity of their animes and movies. Mm-hmm. Same with Lion King. It's like you had to be outside the box. You could do really interesting features versus to movie. That's when you start bringing it. And that's how Broadway is. It's, it's the creatives. Whereas when it's Hollywood, that's when you start bringing in Hollywood, which is not always a good thing because that's when you start dumbing it down for the lowest common denominator. Um, Money. And just, that's,
0: that's the common denominator. We believe that this combo will make money. We'll slap name on there, but it won't have anything to do with this name because our focus groups have, yep. who have don't know anything about the series, think that this is a better idea.
1: And that's when you start losing that creativity and that charm because it loses that when you focus group the hell out of everything. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's it, if it's a production like that, that's you could do something really interesting with that. So I'm all for it.
0: Sam, Hollywood used to create art. Now it creates money. No, what it does is it uh, basically uh, believes that they may potentially be making art, but they have lost the concept of what art is. And then people are dumb enough to, just on name recognition alone, be it the stars or the name of the movie, to just go, that's amazing, have money which is probably why I'm enjoying the hell out of a lot of these international like TV shows that I've been watching on uh, Netflix. Cause you could see, I don't know. Originality. It's not okay. Sci-fi story. Uh, you've got an outlaw guy. Uh, Oh, Rudy cat rules. I like the matching headphones and microphone. (laughs) Thank you.
1: Well, that's like, did you watch space sweepers? Like that was a great movie. Oh God. It's great. I mean, that was No great. risk
0: taken anymore. They rather remake Scooby-Doo because the name guarantees money, even if it stinks. Same, same principle with the vast majority of AAA titles.
1: But that's why I find like what, like for instance, Netflix and Amazon are doing mm-hmm. is they are, I mean, a lot of it's poo. I totally get that, but they also do try to do, do series that aren't just necessarily a bastardization of everything that's been done or a rehash. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that has its whole set of issues because they're basically throwing it against the wall, to see what sticks, but I feel like there is some originality in their shows that they try to do. Uh, so that's where most of my watching is not your typical Hollywood, but those shows. Cause there's some like interesting, like I really enjoyed, for instance, um, oh, what is it? The wink saga, the mm-hmm. winks Like that was really fun to watch or, um, uh, what was that other one that I know it's on like the second or it's like on the second season? The uh, I can't think of what it is. Sorry. Um, Umbrella Academy, so that's where I think some of the good stuff is. That's my opinion, at least. About that, that
0: is subjective. No, I, I, I it, the, the beautiful thing about streaming, and, and this, this could kind of go along any type of, you know, digital distribution system is that you potentially can have your product seen by a lot more people. And a lot more people will have access to that for better or for worse. So you can see a, a crap ton of crap, but then you're also gonna find these hidden gems that you're gonna stumble upon and go, holy shit, I need more of this in my life.
1: You know what I really need more of in my that? life? What's that? The Witcher.
0: They're doing a spinoff already. Oh, uh, speaking of uh, spinoffs, uh, the anime for Pacific Rim just dropped on Netflix. I watched the first episode and a half. I, I don't. It's not really grabbing me just yet. I'm hoping that you know it kind of ramps up.
1: I know, I saw that. I was very confused. Like I haven't watched it. But I saw the preview. Mm-hmm. I'm like Pacific Rim. There was another mm-hmm. movie. Like I yeah. really had to think about what was this. Um, because that's the thing though, is like random stuff just shows up on Netflix and you're like, what is this? And it's just like, and I think that's maybe a difference between like Netflix and Amazon and like Hollywood, like in Hollywood, you knew months in advance what this new movie was about. You already basically Mm -hmm. knew the plot Mm -hmm. because you saw the previews. Whereas now you see stuff with absolutely zero context, like the new, uh, Oh God, what's the one you just mentioned? Pacific Rim. You're like- Dude, we talked yeah. about it on the show.
0: <laughs> zero contacts. Yeah, only Charlie brought it up a couple times on the show. I mean, but, but
1: besides that- No, no, like, no. no I, Netflix, I, I, there was zero contacts. It just showed up one day on Netflix. Right, well- No right. warning or anything. You're, the,
0: gonna be totally honest with you the vast majority of time that i get notifications on netflix i just ignore them that bell will go have an astronomical number next to it because i'm not gonna pay attention i'm going on netflix i'm going specifically for uh, x y and z and so that's basically the only way that you're gonna find out about some of these things is because that we 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 saw that you liked this one so check out this one
1: or i do find interesting is i check out what's the top 10 today list
0: And then I scratched my head half the time going, why is this in the top 10?
1: Doesn't mean I actually watch them. I just find it fascinating. But why is iCarly still in the top 10? Because lots of people younger than us watch Netflix, sir.
0: I find it funny that actually one of the stars from iCarly said that it has done irreparable damage to her mentally and she wished she never did it. In that, in that, the lasting impression, imp, imp, yeah, impression that you want to have.
1: I say that every day I wake up. Man, having to wake up is doing irreparable harm to my soul. I wish I could just sleep here all day long instead.
0: Oh God, yes. And also, um, one of the very few shows out there that could actually get away with, um, doing staggered releases. WandaVision, mm. is supposed to. I, I think this the finale just dropped or is about to drop. I don't know, but I'm hooked. I'm. I gotta know. I, will,
1: I don't have Disney Plus, so I haven't seen it.
0: I gotta know. I gotta know. I have to know, sir.
1: When men, when the next Mandalorian season comes out, I'll get it, and that's why I'll binge stuff on Disney Plus. That's my plan.
0: There you go. Oh, uh by the way, the the other studio Ghibli movie that that was not um hand drawn animation that everyone's going bad shit nuts and going, This is terrible, It's called Earwig and the Witch.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Figured I'd, you know, look that up in the background while we were chit chatting. Um As I was saying, as as I stated, I am playing Tales from the Borderlands. Uh that is the game I'm doing for the playthrough, if you are a patron of Altic Fusion, you'll get early access to the playthrough for each of the five episodes.
1: I'm still playing Horizon Zero Dawn on the PS5. Great game. Great
0: I've also game. Uh, continued to pick up uh, or continue to play Legends of Rutero, which if you of tuned course. in on Sunday, Tuesday, and then for a little bit yesterday, Uh, cause they, cause a big content drop just happened in Legends of Ruterra, uh, which added a ton of new cards with new abilities and stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) Oh, Sam, Sam, uh, has a question. I recently learned baby Yoda. Isn't Yoda. It's a baby species of Yoda. Please confirm. The answer is yes. It's not Yoda. Zelius. Mm. And there's your two cents from Zelius.
1: I mean, I haven't watched Mandalorian, so I don't know.
0: What good are you, Zilius? Gosh
1: darn it. Uh, I feed myself and my cat. That's about all of the use in the world I have.
0: Touche, touche. Now, <sighs> now, I do want to point this out because apparently I've just forgotten this piece, but uh, is Boba Fett the Bubba Fett? Yes, yes, yes. So I have been neglecting to inform all of you amazing people out there that if you are interested in catching up on all the past episodes, you can go to YouTube or to Podbean if you want the podcast version or you go to YouTube for the video version. Or, of course, you can just go to www.alteredconfusion.com and look in the past show uh, section of the website, and you can watch and listen to all the previous shows. All right. I apologize. I'm getting distracted by a basketball game uh, to my right. My alma mater is in the uh, the playoffs, the conference playoffs. So I'm trying to- Who's winning? What's the score? 72-44. Went through. Yay! <laughs> Yay, yeah, baby! Anyways, uh, so I think we'll just wrap this up. I- uh, um, I am basically made it to the end. Uh, I was i going to be totally honest with you. I did not know if I was going to get sick or not during the show. But I, I'm I, glad you did not. I muscled through. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Ultra Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. For myself, Charlie, and Zealous, it's been a pleasure to give you everything head our heads, our mouths, and of course, our hearts. We'll be back next Thursday for another Ultra Confusion Thursday Night Hangout.
1: Americans kids, keep on gaming in the free world.
0: Amen to that, brother.
1: That means you're ill.